Welcome back to the Hide and Feel Horrors podcast, where we review horror movies and horror movie franchises. I'm your host, Mark, and I'm joined by Tawan and Maria once again as we cover Scream 22, which we've built up to this for the past like two months or so. So I'm excited. But before we get into any of that, I'll give you guys a little plot summary. 25 years after brutal murders shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro, a new killer donning a ghost face mask begins targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. But who is this generation's ghost face killer? So, what did you guys think overall? Just, just go for it. What did you, what did you think leading up to the movie, and then when you finally saw it, was it, did it meet your expectations? I would say. The movie definitely met my expectations for like a screen movie, um, but even just before that, we'll, like um, even leading up to it, I will say I just really like the amount of marketing that they put into the movie. Like, um, I, I wasn't I wasn't like really like much on like Twitter and stuff. Like when Scream Four was coming out, like I was on Twitter, but I wasn't like really into it like I am now. But like I see a lot of people that say like the marketing for Scream Four like was basically like non-existent at the time. And a lot of people are saying, like, they can tell, like, they put a lot of money into the marketing for this one. And so can I. Like, they, they did, did like, like, that poster they, they had in lot. England. Yeah, they did a lot of, like, the cool cereal, stuff. which I really wanted. <laughs> yeah, I wanted that also. But they, they did a lot of stuff with, like, the marketing for this movie. Like, I saw it everywhere. I saw the cast everywhere. Like, YouTube, uh, like everything's on YouTube. I have YouTube Premium, so I don't see ads on there a lot. But my friends say they saw a lot of Scream ads on YouTube and, like, just on, like, TikTok and things like that. So oh, yeah, uh, I saw the TikTok, <laughs> and it had, like, the, the face filters. And then on Twitter, yep. if you like the post that had, like, hashtag Scream, when you like the post, it, like, had, like, a slash, which was, I thought was mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, and they even have, like, a <laughs> – they even did, like, a – a ghost face costume in Among Us, which is perfect because you have to yeah, find the imposter. Something like that. <laughs> that's that's actually kind of funny too. So the amount of marketing they put into this, like prior to the movie, was like really good, which which got me excited because it you know, didn't spoil anything, which is like the best. Yeah, that that also is true. Yeah, I didn't I, like aside from just you know guesses here and there. I was definitely like going into it not knowing much. Like, we just knew who was in it, and it's a screen movie, so put two and two together. But outside of that, like, they did a good job with, you know, uh, the trailers and everything. Like, <clears throat> even though I tried not to watch the trailers, I couldn't help but rewatch some of them, including, like, the final one. And even then, they still didn't, like, show much of anything, I would say. So, uh, yeah, I think, like, the marketing portion of things, like, leading up to the movie, they did a really good job with it. And, I only saw that first trailer. I didn't see anything after that. That I saw that first trailer the day it dropped, and then that was it. Yeah, I watched the other ones myself, and um, even still, then like um, they really didn't show much. I would say like outside of outside of those, um, maybe probably just like different angles and stuff, shots we've already seen in like the first trailer. So they did good with like not leading up to it. So um, yeah, kudos to them for that. Cause plus at this day and age, like. You know, companies just shoot random scenes for trailers anyway. Marvel does it all the time. Or just Which editing I stuff. I actually love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that too. Because I was definitely bamboozled by a couple, especially like leading up to Avengers, certain things that were in the trailer. Or like the latest Spider-Man movie. Certain shots were like edited so they didn't show certain things. So, um, 
yeah, that was that that was good. I liked everything leading up to it. What about you, Maria? Did you yeah, I felt like I I did. Like I felt like you saw it like everywhere. Like Ghostface became like really popular again. You saw it like people would like cosplay him like on TikTok and stuff. And um and yeah, like the, the marketing was was crazy. Like they really it was literally everywhere. Like everybody was talking about it and they just kept like, you know, hyping it up. Um and I was excited for it, but I was also kind of like nervous, I guess, cuz I wasn't cuz I mean what if it wasn't good? You know, I feel like it happens a lot yeah. where, like, you know, they, like, market movies and then everybody's excited. It looks cool. Like, the ads, the the, the trailers look amazing and you get excited and then you go watch it and then, like... Like Halloween Kills. Big disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was... Yeah, so I was, like... I mean, the ride was definitely... I mean, yeah, honestly, I didn't, I think I just saw the first trailer. I didn't see the other ones because I was, I don't really like to watch trailers because you just, I don't want to be like disappointed, you know, like what if there's a scene in the trailer, you get excited about the scene and then it's not in the movie. This happened a lot. So I wasn't really like, that I was trying to avoid. In this, and I was kind of let down, but also I still liked how they misled me because like in the trailer when the killer is like, hello, Sydney, it's an honor. But they never actually said that in the fucking movie. Yeah, I was I was kind of waiting on that too. But then when I saw oh, yeah. it, actually, when I saw it, they actually used it. I was like, oh damn, that stings a little more. <laughs> it does. And let's talk about that because for three sequels, I've been begging for Dewey to die, <laughs> and then and you got it. And then they killed Dewey, and I felt so sad. I was like, oh shit. I was like, wait. Yeah. Because. He's he's not the same Dewey he was in the, in the other movies. Like he's like he's mature this time, and he was like broken down and like an alcoholic, and he wasn't with Gail. He was like all sad and pathetic, and I was like, oh no, I wanna, I wanna give Dewey a hug. And then they, that's actually my favorite death because of how brutal it was. Like yeah, they went for it with him. She stabbed him in both places he was stabbed previously, and then ran the knives up. That's why I was like, oh, shit. Ah, it was so fucking... I was like, and then it's an honor. And when she said it, I was like, damn, that's what that came from? Yeah. I was broken. I was like, damn. Yeah, he was like, was... I gotta go back. I gotta go back to make sure to, to make sure to, to double tap. And I was like, no. Yeah, and as soon as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, here we go. Because I'm like, well, I'm like, Dewey, my man, you can do that from a distance. <laughs> yeah, the fa- and the fact that he went back by himself. I was like, no, you should know better than to go back by yourself. I like, just to do that. Like, point Blake range, my guy. Yeah, like he had a gun. Like just shoot him from far away. <laughs> well, since I kicked it off, what what are you some of your like favorite scenes or moments for the movie? The opening. The opening. I love the opening in this movie. Like the opening in this one is like uh, definitely up there for me. Like, I would probably say, like, prior to this, probably, like, Scream, like, well, of course, like, the first one, and maybe, like, Scream 3, I like the one with Kaiden as well, but 
this one is up there. I like the tension it was, was there. So brutal. <laughs> the, yes, the tension was there. It was very brutal. And the way like it was kind of like the first movie and like and like the third one where like you were kind of thrown off like in the beginning. Like it started off like a regular conversation and then you could just hear the ghost face voice like coming out more and more like throughout it. Creeping out. Yeah, like slowly creeping out and then like um of course you know the meta stuff was in there like they start to start braiding like the baba duke and stuff and like i thought that was all that was already like i was already like okay this is a scream movie like in like how ghost space was like um like there's nothing like iconic about like um elevated horror or like stuff like that it was just the it was just elevated funny. horror thing i was like <laughs> i didn't know there was an official name for it but i was yeah like, that's ah. the, yeah I, I, yeah I, I knew that one that was that was so funny to be like seeing my like, hearing that in the movie so does like but, get out and us does that count as like elevated horror some people yeah i would say um, a lot of people would say yes because you, well, a lot of people put it in like movies where it's like a horror movie but there's like a like kind of like social art, commentary uh, yeah I will say social commentary is like one thing and then also kind of like an art house feel to it like it kind of feels like it's just more stylized and things like that in the way that it's shot and, and um and um more so like more people like make it akin to like an a24 movie like hereditary midsommar stuff like that because it's like it's not just it's more psychological and it's not just immediately like we're just like killing people and things like that so that's kind of what more people like like lean lean on for i should confess they... i've never seen the babadook <clears throat> the babadook is a good movie it's a very good movie I I feel like I might like it, but I remember when the Bobby Dude came out, I was I was with someone who was obsessed with that movie, so I just didn't watch <laughs> it on like in protest because I was annoyed, and I still haven't seen it. And then by the time I was getting around to watch the Bobby Dude, I kept seeing all this shit on social media about how the Bobby Dude was like gay or like part of like, the LGBT community. That and it I was never, a whole thing. I personally never. Never understood that where where that came from, but it was just always hilarious to me seeing the movie. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" But yeah, go ahead, continue about the because the opening scene was great. Like, yes, the fact the, that she didn't die was a shock. But it yeah, was so, that was fucked, yes, her like, up. they they really went at it. Where like I like the brutality was definitely there. Like they kicked her leg, bro. Broke that her was Amber, ankle. right? That had to be Amber. Who yeah, who that was I, that was that that definitely was Amber. I'm like, yo, she fucking broke her damn leg. Like and then when she got stabbed through the hand too, I was like, yo, yeah, that the hand thing, like, oh, cause you she went to protect her like, to to stop herself from being like stabbed in the face, and then yes. it just went through her hand. I was like, oh, damn. yes, and then. You heard the, the snap when they like stumped on her ankle. I was like, "Damn!" Yeah, like they they messed they messed our girl up. But I'll just give it to her because she was fighting back though. Like she she, she, she tried she ass. was trying to fight back. Like you know, like some other people like they weren't doing as much. Like a scream for old girl was just running around the house. Like Tara was fighting back. <laughs> Whooped her ass. What did you think of that opening scene, Maria? I thought it was really good. Like I. I like it. I like the fact that she fought back because she like, because she fought like she punched, she punched. Um, I guess it was Amber like in the face multiple times, and like, um, and it was also really brutal. You know, like they, you know, the stab to the hand. I had to like look away. 
because I was like, oh my god. And then um, when they like broke her leg, that was also I just I didn't honestly I didn't expect so much gore. I guess for like the first scene, I thought you know they were just gonna stab her like once or twice and she's gonna fall, she's gonna die, and that's it. But no, like it was like a whole like five minutes before she was finally down. Yeah, they they definitely went for it, and I definitely. Uh, kudos to them. That's definitely like one of my favorite like openings on screen because one she did survive too, which is already a difference and change of pace for the movie. Which but, I liked. Yeah, I like that too. And but like, I was just like, damn, they like really. It was it was it was uh, pretty brutal. But for me, I think one of one of my other favorite scenes because because it, it's so because it's when Judy and her son died. Yeah, that whole scene when, like, you can tell how concerned she was when she's like, "I gotta get back. Don't do this. Don't not my kid." And then, the fucked up part about it is she dies. She gets killed in broad daylight outside, right outside the, in the front, but she dies before knowing if her son is a, is safe or not. Yep. And then he dies not knowing that his mom is dead. So can you imagine what they were thinking as they were, like, going out? Like, that whole setup. And then all the fucking false jump scares with Wes when he was, like, opening yes. every fucking door. It was pissing me off. It was no, that, that was too... I was like, I was like, I was like, hey, y'all go with this music. <laughs> it's like, I got so much anxiety right now. I'm gonna do this. Just, yeah, just that, pop out, yeah. bro. That scene was crazy. Like, I didn't... Like, I don't... I didn't ex- personally expect the ghost face to just come out the side like she was running up to the house to just get her like that. Same. Like I thought like once she got inside that was gonna happen. I was like outside in broad daylight, like yo. They didn't give a fuck, bro. They was up in the ante. In in the front porch, like on the front, like in the front of the house. Yeah, and then the way Wes fucking died, like how they showed the knife going in, and uh, like, I was like, "Yo, like they are, they were going for it." I'm like, "I'm like these guys, they know what they're doing." Any, <laughs> any other scenes you guys liked, Maria? Um, the scene where Dewey dies. Um, I I, I really like that scene. Oh, <laughs> well, that, but it's also because like I don't know, I like the like, the whole atmosphere was like. I guess the way it started, you know, they were, like, in the hospital. You see Tara, like, in her wheelchair. You're like, oh, my God, how is she going to get away? That um, was a good Halloween, Halloween 2 reference, which I enjoyed. Uh, and how, like, uh, in that scene, like, you could see the hand she got stabbed in. She has to use that to, like, push herself. It's just blood all on the wheel. I'm like, yo, that's fucking terrible. I remember, because me and Maria watched it together, and the entire time it was making a squishing sound, she was squirming a bit, and I was like, oh, oh, no. Yeah, it was, uh, it was it was nasty. Okay, and I'll, stay I, with me, Maria. <laughs> I can't I, handle gore very well. <laughs> but I love the whole hospital scene. That that's yeah. one of my favorite like favorite scenes of like the entire movie was like that whole hospital setup. Yeah, from the was, call to movie. being like, well, first of all, when fucking Ghostface touched the fucking button on his neck on her neck and. The voice came out. I was like, "This is so much better than that bullshit they pulled in Scream 3. <laughs> I was like, "This is believable. This, this is way more believable." No, that bullshit no. they were doing in Scream 3 made no sense, but it has everybody's voice. Yeah, that made no sense at all. And I think, at least for me, one more scene 
that I will say I like just because it it was it was funny a callback to another movie was when fucking Amber got put on fire at the end because uh, of the hand sanitizer. Once, time, once upon a time, yes, that was so funny to me because like it clicked literally in my head while I was watching it, and I was actually laughing in the theater when it happened just because I was like, she literally died the same way in the once upon a time. But apparently, there. that wasn't like a like. A wink or a nod. Apparently, like the character was always written to die that way, even before they cast her. It's just like that, a weird that makes it even more funnier. <laughs> it's just like a weird coincidence. What about you, Maria? Do you have any any other scene or moment? Um, I guess like the scene where um, I, I think it was a uh, Mindy. Where she was like in the, in the living room, basically watching like you know like the sad movie where like her uncle you know like, you know like like his scene and then she's yeah, like go turn, turn around, around. <laughs> yeah and then they're coming up behind her and then she, and then like her face she was like she was like wait a minute and then she turns around and he's like right there. I did like that one. Yeah, I did like actually. Okay, this would be this actually my last one. The when when Amber actually revealed herself and shot the one girl in the head. <laughs> that came out of no fucking way. I was like, <laughs> that was that was like that's when that shit turned up to like ten. I was like, oh damn. I was not prepared. I yeah. was not prepared. I think I was like <laughs> I had spaced out a bit. And all of a sudden the bitch pulls out a gun and starts shooting. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like she shot her ass out of nowhere. Like that was crazy. Damn, but yeah, I mean, I mean, so far, like, there were some definitely questionable. My other favorite scene is when we when we see Dewey for the first time. That that was one of my favorite scenes as well, and I like that we also started with him. But I, I don't know, one scene I didn't like. I didn't mother. I didn't like it. Like all the scenes with Vince, like he wasn't around long enough. He was just there, and then he yeah. died. I was like. He peed on the on the fucking bar and then he got killed. But no one liked him, so there's like no connection to anyone else. Like they just yeah. they didn't even mourn him. He just fucking died. I mean, but before yeah, this, then like, they then they tell us like later he was just related to Stu, and I was like, okay, that was that like, I was like, I don't really care. <laughs> like he could have at least beat somebody up, but let's hop into the characters. Let's start with let's start with our. Final were our our lead final girl Sam, who is Billy's daughter. Long lost, unknown daughter of Billy Loomis. What did you guys think about Sam and her Billy connection? I I liked Sam. I well, well I already liked the actress because I've seen her in in, um, in in the movie In the Heights um, musical, and she was also in another show I heard, like a star show. But I saw her in the Heights, and I liked her in that, and um. I liked her in this as well. I thought she, I thought she did um pretty good job with what like in the movie. Um, I I will say <clears throat> I didn't like it when he did in Scream Three. I don't really don't care for much in here, but uh, was like you know the whole thing of her seeing like Silling Billy. But I will say it was a cool when we when it we, made when we more sense. Yeah, this one, yeah, yeah, that's what I will say. Like, yeah, because 
They never even explained like what the fuck was happening with Sydney. Why the fuck she was exactly seeing, like, was she exhausted? Was she not getting enough sleep? Like what the yeah, fuck was like going at on? least she was like taking meds in this movie to like calm that down, and like you could see like it was just it was something she's actually dealing with instead of it just being like a random occurrence. And I was like, okay, it's it's a little more forgivable. But um, I would say when I did see Billy pop on the screen, I was like, oh, shit, that, that I definitely wasn't expecting to come up at all. That was weird. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But um, I, overall, I liked, I liked her. And um, I thought she was I thought she was a good fit for the role. I thought she was I thought she did pretty good. And I enjoyed the character, too. Yeah. I'm, I, I was, was my favorite part when she was like, people are dying. They try to kill my sister again. We're getting the fuck out of town. We're leaving. I was like, about fucking time someone says some shit like this. Get the fuck no, out of here, bro. I'm <laughs> like, I'm going. I'm, I'm, like, me and mine, we out. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Maria? I liked her too. I liked. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought she was great. Like, you know, being the the lead. Um, I loved her when she was like, "We gotta fucking go." Like, yeah, like please, like smart decision. Yeah, like they, you know, this guy is after you, attacking you everywhere. And well, now you gotta leave. Uh, I yeah, and I also didn't. I, I I guess like same thing. Like I don't understand the whole like her seeing Billy thing, especially like towards the end, um, when like she has kill, you know, um, when she has to, yeah, and like she sees him, and they like give each other like smile and they nod it's like okay My thing like is, so while he was so after he killed maureen while he was killing tatum the principal kidnapping sydney's mom stalking sydney setting up cotton weary still they do what going over plans and details with Stu, doing all that shit he did in the first movie he was fucking some other girl on the side and got her pregnant that's what I thought too. I was like, I, was like, Hold I, feel on, like, like... I feel like if he was building up to all this shit to do with Sydney and was killing people and all this shit in the first, when did he have time to go fuck some random some some random chick on the side? Like what the fuck? And we saw how he was trying to get Sydney to fuck him all the time. I was like, well, I guess he said I'm gonna get it one way before I go. I mean. I guess because oh, well, that makes a lot of it, sense. Yeah, and also <laughs> it never it was never stated that he was a virgin, but I was like he had too much shit to be. To be he was doing too much shit to be. Born. Yeah, I feel like he was so like obsessed with like Sydney and her family that I'm like, you really just want to go like, you know, like you really want to go fuck somebody else? <laughs> so, like, I have to see yeah. Sam's mom. I'm like, I want to know like what, what, well, what, what and what, I also. Like, revert like put uh what diverted you from your path temporarily and like, i also didn't like the whole like well she was like in love with him like really with billy like i mean he was kind of i mean i don't know i feel like he wasn't much in like the first movie and for her to be like yes he's like amazing or whatever like i'm gonna fuck this man one way or and then she got pregnant and i don't know it just didn't seem like um it just it also, was just... like, the timeline was weird, so... Yeah, Sam, yeah. Sam left when she was 18 and hadn't spoken to her sister in three years. The math isn't adding up for me, because Billy died in what... Well, actually, actually, it does. Billy died in, what, 96? The movie came out in 96, so... 
she'd been born in 97. No, that still don't make sense. No, that's still, that's still off. Because old girl is at least like 24. So like, what the fuck? Did they say how that old did... she was in a movie or no? Well, if she's Billy's daughter, that means she had to be born in 97. Yeah, because, yeah. She'd be, yeah, and, she'd be 24. I'm 23. Yeah, and now, so, so she left when she was 18, but you haven't seen your sister since, haven't talked to your sister in three years. Like, writer person, your math was wrong, because now I'm confused. And like, what the fuck going on? I was like, Yeah, Wait. I think that's what, that's what was like, that's what I was thinking a lot while I was watching the movie. I'm like, like, I was trying to do the math. So I'm like, wait, so she had her through 16, and it's been like five years, and she met this other dude, and I don't know. It just, I feel like all that math and. Well, no, she was already was just, with, she was already with um, Tara's dad, but she was cheating on Tara's dad with Billy. So when she got pregnant and Billy became, you know. Uh, Billy became the known serial killer. He was. She was just like, yeah, um, this is your baby. Yeah. This is our baby together. And then, but why would she still have those notebooks? I get it. She was in love with him, but he's a serial killer. And yeah, then, you burn that like, shit. you burn it. You, exactly. <laughs> like, why would you have that around the house? Also, Wait, and it wasn't even in a hidden place. It was in the closet, like, yeah, or up in the attic. If you're passing yeah, on, you're passing on someone's kid as somebody else's. You should definitely hide the evidence that spells out. This baby is Billy Loomis's, not my husband's, who I've been telling it was since we were in high school. Like, you don't keep that shit around. Definitely. You tell your mother so she can help you bury the secret, and that's it. You burn all evidence. But let's move on to Vince, who is Stu's nephew, and that's literally all we know about him because we saw him twice. He was outside the school, and then he was at the at the bar. Were we supposed to think he was a suspect? Because if he was a red herring, that ki- they killed him way too soon. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a red herring the way he like like he just had that look to him, and then he was he was dead like literally that same scene. <laughs> and I was like, well, um, okay. I feel like they got rid of him too soon. Like you should have kept him. Like cause they should have kept him around for the like for most of the movie, but they just killed him three scenes later. Yes, I'm, I'm like he barely he said like four lines the entire movie and was gone, and they made him like a creep for like no I feel like no reason you know like, I mean he was you know this older kid who was hitting on this teenager, and obviously he's like crazy and then he dies, like what was the whole point of leading like it, it felt like there was no point in leading, leading up to that like tension of them in the bar you know. Yeah, and then finding out, like, finding out 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes after he's off the screen that he's Stu's nephew. I'm like, yeah, this would have worked better if he was alive to hear this or if he was the one saying it. Or maybe I'm, you guys think I'm the killer because I'm like my Uncle Stu. Like, that would have been more impactful. Just be like, oh, yeah, he was Stu Mocker. Stu Mocker was his mom's brother. Yeah, it didn't. More so, I didn't care for him. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, he was there. So let's move on to Chad, Randy's nephew. I have to say, Chad had one of the best lines in the entire movie. When he was like, you know, yeah, I've been trying to have sex with you, and going to <laughs> have sex would be great, but um, 
Like, there's a killer going around, and bitch, you could be that killer. So we should just stay down here and make that where people can see us. I was like, he's smart. I, I was like, he's mad. just like his uncle. <laughs> like, he's like, I want the pussy, but you could kill me. So we got to postpone until afterwards. And I felt kind yeah, I like I like Chad. And it was funny. I like they made they like actually like I, even though he like didn't have like the most line, he they made him like funny. And I was just like some jock who was just there. Like he was actually funny. Like I like even though it was a corny line when he was gonna um, when he was gonna like square up with Vince. And he like he like busted out his like biceps. Was like oh, I'm gonna go give him a talk from Hobbs and Shaw. I thought that was funny. It was corny, but it was funny. Yeah, that I had an awkward laugh. My theater had like an awkward laugh when he said that. I was like, no. Yeah, like it was like a it was like a corny funny, but like I mean, Randy made corny funny jokes too, and it was just, it was just it was I just I, I did I, I like the character though, and um and also the sister. What about you? Did you like Chad? I mean, I honestly I didn't really like think much of him. I think the most that like, he like stood out for me like during the whole movie was. Was, yeah, when he said that one line where he was like, yeah, we're not going to go upstairs by ourselves. Why would we do that? Um, but that was it. And then I think even, like, his kill scene didn't really – well, not his kill scene, but, like, his, you know, scene where he got stabbed um, also didn't stand out to me. I mean, I'm glad that he survived. That was great. But that's – I'm shocked I'm that... he survived. I I thought he was dead from, that, from how the scene, like, cut away. And I was like, wait, he's – they pull the fucking Dewey. They do that like twice, where they pull yeah. like, we thought you thought he was dead, but he's not. He he's around still. Yeah, I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was dead too. I was glad when he wasn't though. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely thought he was dead. And it was funny how they used like the fucking like find my iPhone for like that scene, and then you could just hear the beeping getting closer because he wasn't able to turn his off because the killer was getting closer to him. Like throw the fucking phone. I was, I'm, no, I'm literally, that's literally what I said. I said throw that shit. Now throw it. But what about his sister? What about Mindy, Randy's Mind- niece? What do you think about Mindy, Maria? I liked Mindy. I liked her a lot. Um, I thought she was funny, and I thought that she like, and she was smart. Um, and um, yeah, she stood out to me more than like her brother. Her kill scene was also. I liked the whole like you know. Her her kill scene basically kind of being the same as her uncle's because I feel like between her and Chad, she was more like her uncle than he was. And if you notice, like her outfit looks kind of similar to his in that in that but scene. Unlike her uncle, she was getting the girls. She <laughs> already never got the girls. Like she, did. she was getting the girls. <laughs> Still, also surprised that she didn't die. I was I was for sure like once I found out there were twins in the movie, I was like, hey, one of the twins is gonna die, but they both survived. I was glad they both survived too. <laughs> and I love the whole couch scene. Like we're we're watching her watch Stab. I also like that we we got to see more Stab. Yes. I was like, ah, oh, yes. This is we're seeing more scenes from Stab. Yeah, I like and I, I like and I like Mindy's character. She she was like a combo between Randy and Kirby because she had like that cool edge like Kirby had before, mm-hmm. but the like the movie knowledge of like Randy. So I thought that was like I thought that was like real cool. And she was just like she it was just in like her whole breakdown of like fucking like recalls. That was just Their so recalls? funny. That was she so was funny. Calling shit out was she was she was calling out like a, like Halloween twenty eighteen or you know you, you can't be like Jigsaw or. Or, or Chucky. 
I'm like, like I was like, oh shit, she actually, they actually going there. Yeah, and it was the one part that was so funny was how they said, and it like the the guy who directed Knives Out did Scream Eight. And he did the uh, last. He did the last Jedi Star Wars movie, which is which, hate, everyone, hated. which everyone hated. <laughs> but I thought that was so funny. I'm like, they are hilarious right now. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was a, that's my favorite part. Yeah, I was like, damn, they caught him out. <laughs> but but yeah, I that's... do like that most of our movie criticism was focused on Stab itself, yeah, and not like other horror movies. And I was like, okay, yes, they're talking about the in-universe franchise, which I've been waiting for them to do. Yep, and it was um and I yeah I thought it was good. I, overall, I liked her. I liked her character a lot. Glad she glad her and her brother alive because definitely want to see more of them. And just her like banter in the movie, like when she went to the basement with the with girl. Amber, that was yeah. one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, was so tense. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was very tense. Like like and like just her like saying like when Richie went to the basement she's like oh yeah he's gonna die <laughs> like something like that like it was just it was just really fun I like I like Candy what did you guys think about her whole requel theory in general because to be honest this is my first time hearing the term requel and I was like huh this actually makes that's actually a perfect word for what the fuck is going on nowadays yeah I I, I liked her commentary on it I kind of agreed yeah, I I agree for the most part also, and I actually I've never heard anybody claim it like call it requel before, and I was like that that fits actually. <laughs> and then it's definitely it, gonna be definitely it, gonna be called that now. Yeah, it definitely it definitely fits like the whole thing that is happening with these movies and like what they've become. Like at this point, Halloween is like a choose your own adventure because you could just it's choose. So <laughs> you could just pick like which 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 timeline you want to watch at this point for Halloween. And see, I'm okay with that if they finish a fucking storyline good, but they don't. Like every time they end the fucking storyline, it's always on a cliffhanger and it makes no fucking sense. But that's a rant for the episode. Yeah, so I like yeah, I like their theory. I like they came up with a name for it because because we because we all know what these are, but we just never nobody really had like a name for it. And Requel, honestly, it just fits. Even though it like it, it sounds it sounds funny, it fits though. <laughs> it definitely fits. Now we have sequel, prequel, and a requel, and I feel like everyone's pretty much doing requels now. I mean, she called out Star Wars too, and I was like, "Yep, I might like, just throw everything in there." Cool, that. Let's talk about Wes. Honestly, I did not think Wes was going to die. He's also named Wes in honor of Wes Craven, the man who directed the first four movies in the series. I did not think he was going to die. I, I was shocked. Did I think... I, I don't know if I felt like he was going to die... Now, okay, now... He was on my suspect list. I thought he was going to be one of the killers. Yeah, he was on my suspect list just because I, I was like, well, he's the first person to tell Sam, so I don't know. Um, like, he... I don't know. I guess I was like, he the reason why she came back because he's the first mm-hmm. one to tell her, so I was like, okay, maybe he got something to do with it, but... And his mom's the his mom's a cop. I was like, he'd, be, he'd know, like, information on the investigation because his mom is the sheriff, so... It gives him insight. Yeah, I would say I would say like that. Things, yeah, I kind of thought so, but also I felt like he was, he just felt like, you know, like a little soft boy, like he was just there for his friends. 
But I he couldn't tell if I couldn't tell if he was into Terra or was just like an overly protective like older brother figure. I couldn't get a good read on it. But I thought he was the killer though. What about you, Maria? Yeah, I thought I thought he was he was definitely on my like suspect list. Cause like in the beginning they were like um when Tara and Amber were like talking, I think. Um they mentioned oh like like is what's still bothering you you know and i'm like but then like throughout the movie you know they look like regular friends so i was like that's kind of weird um and then you know he's the one who called the sister to come back which i also thought was kind of weird but um I thought he was gonna play like a bigger role, you know, besides being like, you know, Same. Judy's son. Yeah. I thought he was gonna like I mean I figured if he was gonna be like a red herring they would do like a better job of it, I guess. But you just get like a little suspicious and then he dies. See, after the conversation with Dewey when they all met up when he was like explaining everything to them, I thought it was him, cause especially when they're like it's uh the legacy the people who are connected to the legacy characters, you know. Vince's Stu's son and I'm Billy's daughter and you're fucking we're Randy's niece and nephews and he was like well my mom is one of those survivors and like nah dude no one cares I was, like, okay. <laughs> I was like okay I was like you know what that's motive his mom was part of the kill the killings that didn't really make big press so he he wants his time in the in the sunshine his time in the sun, whatever the fuck the, the saying goes. He wanted his 15 minutes. I was like, that's his motive. And then I was completely wrong. But also, since 13 Reasons Why, every time I see the actor's face, I'm always suspicious. But what about Tara? Loved her. <laughs> I loved she, Tara. I don't think... Like, <laughs> They beat Tara's at like I feel like out of everything, every character in this movie or in the franchise, like the things they did to her throughout the movie, I have never seen this in the franchise before. Like from the opening attack to the hospital shit, to the shit that happens to her and the climax, like damn, like y'all keep whooping Tara's ass the whole fucking movie. Yeah, she had no more blood left. Leave her alone. Yeah, my girl needed some rest after the movie. She needed it because uh, she she got yeah she definitely got messed up, but. I loved her character. Like, I like that act. That, that actress, Jenna Ortega, I know her name, Jenna I Ortega. I loved Jenna Ortega. I loved her, yeah, before the movie, because I liked her in The Babysitter, and also when she was in... I love her in You. Yeah, season two of You. I remember her there, and I, I liked the actress, and then she, she was, I liked her in this movie. She was good. Like, her, like, her at the beginning, like, she did really good with, like, the scenes and everything. Like, like, she, she's just, like, really good. Like, her, like, horror face like when she was like scared and everything like she was just she she did really good with her scenes in the movie and she's she's like still like pretty she's pretty young like she's she's very good for like her age what about you maria did you like tara i liked i liked her um i agree though they did they did beat her <laughs> the whole movie um but she was smart i don't know i, I really liked her a lot um i liked that fighter. yeah definitely like I like that she that, that she had survived. I mean, again, she like punched Ghostface Ghostface like a couple times, and and she, and she got him good. I was like, oh my god, this girl's strong. <laughs> she, she was at her crutch to beat Amber. <laughs> that was <funny>. yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like honestly, her like in the beginning, she was like she was great. She fought and same thing like towards the end, you know, she was even though she was hurt and she was like, you know, walking around in crutches, like she's like she still fought and she um she did great. I did suspect her though, like for like a second, a couple times, I guess. Um, I thought that maybe it was like a whole um, you know, you know how like how like, in, the, in the the first movie, Billy and Stu they were gonna like hurt each other so that it looks like you know they were also victims i thought that's what was going on here but they just did a better job of it um especially because you know also when she was looking for like her uh her inhaler and she was like we have to go to like amber's house you know like she has an extra one and i'm like do you really have to go to amber's house like they gave me get out (laughs) when um yeah i was like the dude's girlfriend was like fake looking for the keys that, that's the kind of vibes I got. I was like, this bitch, she 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 one of them. Personally, I never thought yeah. she was the killer, in my opinion. The inhaler moment was the only time I thought about that, and then it quickly went away. Like, instantly. Once once they got to Stu's house, I knew it was Richie. Because, like, his his vibe changed. His vibe changed? Because at first he was like, we need to leave town. We need to leave town. And now he's like, oh, I'm going to get a beer from downstairs. I'm like, what? yeah. I'm like, you were just all concerned, but now that you're here, you're you're relaxing, you're chill. I'm like, yeah, it's Richie. I look, yeah, that I knew. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I personally, I didn't think it was Tara, but yeah, um, Richie, Richie was on my I list just because he was the boyfriend. Yeah, the inhaler, the asthma thing was stupid, but the, the inhaler thing is stupid. I have asthma. That's why I think the whole inhaler asthma part was stupid because I suffer from it myself. But let's move to the hallucinations of Billy Loomis. The de-aging CGI was not not great. It could have been better, you know, but it it was okay. What'd you guys think? Uh, yeah, it could have been better. To be honest, like I can tell that they were de-aging him, but then also, at the same time, like, is he supposed to just be older now? Like, I couldn't tell if he was trying to look younger, or if they were just trying to have him... He was trying to look younger, and it just didn't work. Yeah, I couldn't tell if they were trying to have him look younger, or if they were just, like, having him as the age he is now, with the same clothes on. I was like, it's it's, it's a little confusing, but I, I really wasn't even... I personally didn't, like, care too much when I when I did see it. If he wasn't talking, it would have worked for me. But the fact that he was talking is what killed. Like, if she was just seeing him around in the distance, that would have been perfectly okay. But he kept talking, and I was like, I'm not enjoying this. He's saying words. He's making sounds. <laughs> just stand over there and make her feel like she's going crazy. Like, don't talk to the woman. What about you, Maria? Yeah, I didn't... Honestly, I didn't even know they were trying to make him look younger because he just looked old in general. Like yeah. I was like, I I just thought like why, like my first thought, and I was literally thinking this until you literally said that right now. I'm like, why did they make him look so old? Like he looks old. He looks like he looks younger in real life than he does in this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, and then the, his whole like telling her like this, you know, all these things. Also, I felt like was unnecessary. Um, I don't know. I just didn't really see the point in it. I guess. Um, I, I get she's. I would have preferred if she was seeing the actor who played Billy versus Billy because 
she'd never seen Billy. She has like no she probably seen his picture and shit, but I'm pretty sure she's seen Stab way more times than she's ever seen her biological dad in photos. So that would have been better for me. Like I I don't know. Whatever. I'm weird. Yeah, that's why that's why I was also like in my mind, I'm like, have you have you ever even seen him? Because I feel like if she was so like hurt about about the fact that like you know her dad was Billy Loomis and he's a serial killer, she seemed very like against you know very repulsed by the idea that I can't imagine her looking him up, see what he looks like, no, and then being like, like, oh my god, like I would that's my that. dad. If I found really? that my if I found that I was adopted and then like my my bio dad was like a serial killer. I would watch every documentary, every like YouTube true crime video, every fucking true crime podcast. I would do a deep dive, and I end up like her. I'd be as fucked up as she was. She is because. But that's also because you and maybe both really like true crime stuff. Yeah, but also like if you remember <laughs> that that one of your parents went on some wild, crazy murder spree. <laughs> what person wouldn't go and Google that and like look that up? I mean, as an adult, yeah, but she was like, how old was she, 10? 16? She was I forgot 13. how old she was. She was 13. 13. She found out when she was 13. And I'm pretty sure by the time she was 13, you live in Woodsboro, you know about Billy Loomis and his murder spree. You, you've you seen the Stab movie. So she probably was aware of who the fuck Billy Loomis was. And now, oh my God, it's my dad. I, would, I don't know. I, I just feel like if he didn't talk, it would have been so much better. But they gave him dialogue. Which took me out. Yeah, and I hope if they do make more, I hope I really hope that does not stick around that much. And if it does, just don't give him any dialogue. Like he needs to be seen, not heard. It's a famous black yeah. line that all, a famous line that all black parents have told their kids: "I need you to be seen, not heard, child. Just <laughs> be seen. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> but let's talk about. Judy. Judy was the last character I thought slash wanted to see from Screen 4. I thought they were going to completely ignore Screen 4, but they didn't. They they even talked about the murders from 2011, but then it's directly linked because we have Judy. What did you guys think about seeing Judy? Um, she was less Dewey-esque yes, in this movie. Yes. But so was Dewey. And I, and, so, I, and I guess one that has to do with them, you know, course they're older and she she is the sheriff now you can still see those little judy moments though like the way she just like talks and that's just the actress so she did a good job she in, left like, a note saying West, the limit squares, limit squares. <laughs> <laughs> i saw that too i was like that's funny but yeah she she wasn't like as like i would say annoying as like her deputy character was which i guess it's like it's been like it's been two years she's the sheriff now she's obviously not going to be deputy judy anymore and I I liked her character more, and I definitely felt what? what was there any mention of her having a kid in that last movie? I that I don't remember at all. Like what the fuck? He came out of nowhere. Yeah, he definitely did come out of well, nowhere. But, which I guess also like did they have any scenes with? I don't remember. Were there any scenes with Dewey and Judy in this movie? Yeah, did they have? I any don't think so. I they did not have a scene together. So only returning character that saw Dewey was Gail. Yep. That's interesting. Yep, Gail only but all was the only one that saw him and then because remember Sydney only met her at the hospital. Ah, Dewey cause Dewey, I mean because Judy and Gail didn't have a scene, which is what I was I was looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, I did want them to have a yeah. scene. Yeah. 
It would have been fun to watch. But yeah, the only person that did see Dewey was Gail. That's sad. Yeah. I liked Judy this time around. Like, that scene of her, like, rushing to save Wes. That was so nerve-wracking. It was breaking my heart. It was so fucking nerve-wracking watching it. Going back and forth to the shower, which was a... Which was like an homage to Psycho with the shower scene. Yeah, they even mentioned it too. They were like, have you ever seen Psycho? <laughs> that whole scene was like a tease, to be honest. Because like, they did that and you thought, and, and they played the music. They were like, you know, that something's going to happen. He's going to die in the shower. Then he gets out of the shower. And then like, they don't play any music. When she like runs to the front, he's right there. That got me. I was like, yeah, that got me too. I jumped. I, yeah, I think I jumped. And then he killed her in broad daylight. And then, um, and then with with Wes, he's opening all the doors, and you just hear the music go da, and you're like, oh my god, he's gonna be right there, and then he's not, and then they do it again. They did it like four times. I was like, where is this man? Like that whole scene, how, they made me like Judy in this movie. They I made you like Judy. Yeah. That too. <laughs> they they calmed them down, which I enjoyed a lot. I, but Judy's death, I was like, damn. She died not knowing if her son was a lot was okay or not. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. Why would you make me think that? <laughs> Why would you put that in my head? Oh, now I feel bad. <laughs> what did you guys, but Tuan, what did you think about Dewey this time? You're also a Dewey, you're also a Dewey hater, naysayer. Yeah, I like, uh, yeah, like I wasn't the biggest fan of Dewey, but yeah, I will say he was, he was just, he was just like more seasoned this time around, and like, like obviously, I, I can't even say because he's all he's been doing this with the rest of them, like the big three for like so long at this point, but like he, this time he didn't have Gil to you know rely back on, like he was he was just a, a recluse at this point, like living on his own. Um, it's funny, kind of like the same way um, Jamie Lee Curtis was in Halloween, <laughs> like living on his Actually, own. Actually, a lot. He's a lot like that. Yeah, so yeah. Like, like a recluse living on his own, like didn't want to help or anything. And funny, and also another thing to the fucking Halloween movie, when he came to the door, they, he actually was just for a podcast. <laughs> like how they came to Jamie Lee Curtis' house for a podcast in Halloween. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. What the hell? <laughs> that was funny. But yeah, um, I, yeah, Dewey was like, he was just chill, more chill this time around. But I guess like, I, like being through all this stuff and he doesn't have his, he doesn't have his girl on his side anymore. Like, he was just, he was just like straight to the point with it. And then you can see he was kind of like an alcoholic a little bit. And he was just, uh, he, he still, obviously he still liked Gail. He just didn't like the life that, that she was trying to go for. And he just, he's one of those like people that just like, they don't, they don't leave where they come from. And they just been through too much there. I mean, also last time he left and went to California, he was stabbed again. So why the fuck should I leave? Like be stabbed at home. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Maria? I guess I don't know honestly how I feel about him this time around. Like I do I mean he wasn't as annoying as he was in the other movies. Um but he just looks so so like broken. So <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, like it wasn't like honestly it wasn't really fun to watch. I want you um, to hug. Like oh. stop it. Um, they made me like Dewey. Like fuck these people, bro. I was... <laughs> but I was, 
yeah, I mean, I I guess I kind of liked them. Um, I I also really like the fact that like everything Randy told them, he holds it like so close. Like he yes. lives by those rules, and I love that. Like he was like, oh no, we gotta hit him twice, and we gotta do this, we gotta do that, and it's all stuff that he that Randy had told him, and he. I just thought that was so cute, you know, because it's like Randy's like legacy in a way lives on throughout all the movies. You know, they always talk about the rules. Of like the sequels, rules of horror movies, and it's all because of Randy telling Sam that it's literally her boyfriend in the first like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was right on the fucking money. Even, even yeah. Even, um, even Richie said it. he was like, he's like, Dewey told you, <laughs> like, like we first got here. <laughs> I cannot imagine being Richie and like him, him saying right off the bat saying you're the killer. And me trying not to laugh. Like, you're right. I am the killer. Oh, like, LOL, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> like, my we're done. Part, my favorite part is when they were when he was fighting Amber in the hospital. And she went to stab him. And he was like, not today. And flipped her ass over. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> or at the, when, when they were at the house in in Randy's uh, house with um, with the sister and all the kids and all the kids and like Wes like Wes like like say he was a killer he like said something I forget what he exactly said to him but Dewey was like maybe you're the killer because that cut deep <laughs> I, that, I was like I was like damn that's funny it's one of those like classic Dewey lines you like the things that annoyed me about Dewey they they turned it down a notch yeah which made me like him more I was like this is this is how subtle he was in the first movie. Cause I, in, in two, three, and four, they 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 went too hard on it, and they find they brought it back in this one. And I was like, okay, I'm I'm enjoying this. But I will say, seeing that scene in the trailer with him in the hospital, loading it, like reloading the gun, I kind of knew he was gonna die. That kind of gave it away for me. I was like, yeah, he's gonna die. I, Dewey's giving they're giving Dewey a big hero moment in the trailer. He's gonna die. That I kind of knew. And also, I was like, this is also what's going to bring Gail. You see, I kind of figured Dewey was going to die, and that was going to what, what was going to bring Gail and Sydney back, and I was right. That was like an easy guess for me. But it was organic. Okay. Gail came back already because Judy died. I so wanted to see Judy, Judy and, De- and Gail. Damn. But let's talk about Gail. What do you guys think about Gail this time? We didn't really. I feel like with all three of them, less was more. The yes. less we, we saw them, so much more less. But it was so much more impactful than it was in Scream Four. But I, I enjoyed Gail this time. She seemed the most human in this movie than she has in any of them. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's like I don't want to say I don't have an opinion on Gail, because to be honest, like, I, like honestly, most of them, they weren't in the movie that much, which is good, because this was their story, but, um, like, she didn't have much to do, but I did like when she was there, um, which, which, which is fine, because I didn't want this movie to, like, you know, just rely on the fact that they're using, you know, yeah, like, the legacy characters, and then they're gonna get, like, they're gonna get shit done, just because they've done this before, but um, I did like I did like Gil, and um, we like even like I, we we knew she was gonna you know come back and all that stuff, but um, 
kind of kind of forgot my train of thought for a second. But we knew she was gonna we knew she was gonna come back and everything. And I personally expected Gail to die. I thought Gail was gonna die to be honest with you. And Dewey was gonna try to like get revenge or like revenge on her or something, or avenge her somehow. And that's personally how I thought it was gonna go. I didn't think um, I like. I, I I would say Dewey dying over Gale is what I would have wanted, which did happen, but I thought Gale was going to die. When she, when she was shot in the stomach, I thought she was going to be killed. Too. I, was like, I was like, damn, they're going to leave this with just Sydney as a long survivor of like the, the, the trio. I sure thought she was fucking gone after she was shot in the stomach. Yeah. Watching her and Sydney double team Amber in the kitchen. That was so funny. Fucking so good. That was so funny. I was looking at her when, because they threw the hand sanitizer on her, which I saw. <laughs> and then she fell on the stove. And for a second, I was like, what? Why is this bitch on fire? And then I was like, oh, the hand sanitizer. She was like, <laughs> fucking hand <laughs> <your> sanitizer? <laughs> that was so funny. But I loved Gail. But also, if they would have just had that scene of like Dewey watching Gail on her morning talk show, and that was, the, and that was all we saw of Gail. I would have been okay with that. That would have been fine, like, because, like, t- like honestly, like Sydney nor Gail were needed. If they had just went to get Dewey's help because he was the only one who was there, like, still that they could get to, that would have been fine for me. Yes, that, and that's weird to say, given all the Dewey hate we've given over like yeah. six episodes. Yeah, it would have been, been fine. The perfect legacy. Yeah, it would have. It would have been fine because, like, um. Like, Sydney personally didn't, like, she didn't need to come back, obviously. Like, not saying this ain't got nothing to do with her, but this ain't got nothing to do with her this time, really, because that was that girl mama and Billy, not her and Billy. He may have cheated on her. He might Yeah, he, yeah he may have cheated on her, but still, she got her man Mark. She got her Mark, and uh, she good now. So, and she got her kid. So, like, that was, that like, she, she didn't have to come back, but... Dewey being like the catalyst for her to come back makes the most sense anyway. What about you, Maria? Did you enjoy Gail? The little we saw of her? Yeah, I mean, yeah, she didn't really like stick out to me much in this movie. Um, I think Dewey made like a bigger impression than she did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I think my favorite scene is when, yeah, when her and Sydney, you know, beat up Amber. <laughs> That scene was great. Like it was, and it was very entertaining to watch, um, because it was two of them against like one person, and it's, it's kind of funny because they're both grown oh women gosh. beating up this, yeah. <laughs> um, and that that and that scene where like Amber catches on fire, that got me. I did not expect that, that at so all. But also, I, I mean, the scene the scene outside when she was like. Amber came out crying, and they're like, "Um, do we believe this? Not a chance in hell." I swear, that's so funny though, because they're like, they're so seasoned at this point. They're like, we're not falling for this shit anymore. Jesus Christ! They whooped her ass in the kitchen, though. Yeah, Big they did. I, I'm proud. But then, what about what about Sydney? And biggest shock is that Sydney is married and has kid with Detective Mark from Scream 3. Yeah. That was like... That was Why is that a big deep. shock? Because we didn't... They didn't say shit about him in Scream 4. That is true. Well, she was on a book tour. And just, it wasn't about Mark. It was about 
Like but they didn't even it. mention Mark. There was no mention of like a love interest or shit. If like that's something you would be like, that maybe they're trying to figure that, things out. <laughs> that's something that like that Gail or Dewey would have mentioned when I saw her for the first time in Screen Four. Like, oh, so how was Mark? How's the book tour? Where is Mark? Like, yeah, no. But now she has three kids with Mark. Yeah, that was wild. it. Um... It, it, it definitely, yeah, because I don't know if that was like, I don't even know if like that was a Wes Craven thing before he passed, or if that was just the direct, these, these like writers and directors. I just think they were just trying to like tie the whole scene. Yeah, in. which which even so, even so, I'm like, well, that's cool that they actually went back and just and went back and gave someone, her someone from you know, a past movie who we she had a love interest in, so I thought I was like, well, that's cool, that fits. But, uh, I, um, like, I can't never not like Sydney, <laughs> like, anytime she's in the screen movie. <laughs> like, um, I, I still liked her in this one, like, even though she wasn't, like, there until, like, basically just at the ending, but she did what she had to do. She came in, like, assisted as she could. Like, I think my favorite scene of hers in this movie was when she was going up to every door and, and busting a cap in the door before she opened it. She gave them a warning. <laughs> she was like, if you yeah. want killer, come out right now. She waited, like, a good minute and then started shooting open doors. I was like, as she I should. was like, yes, this is what we're doing. And then Richie has that shot, which he deserved. <laughs> But yeah, that was that Why was. Why didn't you come out because you were shooting? She's shooting because you didn't come the fuck out. <laughs> like, get the fuck out the closet, you dumbass. Yeah, it was even it was even funnier though when uh, when, like, when I be funny, but like Sydney was trying to get Sam to stay, and Sam was like, "No, nah. she's a no nah, girl. We leaving." <laughs> and she put she put a fucking tracking device on the car. I was like, Sydney been learning. I fuck with. Sydney. Yeah, she's like yeah. Sydney Prescott. I got it. I got a gun. I got this. <laughs> she was like. I am not coming back to Woodsboro, Dewey. Don't worry about it. I'm just no, literally, she's like, yeah, we, you don't even got to worry about it. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, so I was like, so either Dewey or Gail is going to die, and that's why she's going to come back. And I was right. She couldn't She couldn't stay away once Dewey got killed. She was like, nah, they targeting legacy characters. I got kids now. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing a fight to y'all. Fuck this motherfucker. <laughs> what about you, Maria? How would you like Sydney this time around? Um, I liked her, I guess. Like, she was cool. You know, like, you know, because she's fucking Sydney Prescott. But, um, again, like, I feel like I didn't really see much of her. Um, she just, honestly, she just looks tired of all this shit. Like, like she came in, she was like, I'm, she, and, and right away, she, she was like, she was like, we're gonna fucking kill this guy. Like, that's it. Like, done we're gonna find them we're gonna kill them and that's it like i'm done here i gotta go back to my kids and which which is cool but it's just i don't know she just looks very tired like like this shit again and i feel like actually we're all for legacy characters i mean i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna include judy in that we didn't see that much of them but what of what we did see of them was like impactful yeah like it did it yeah we had enough of all four of them and they killed two legacy characters, and two legacy characters survived. So I guess it was even. Yeah, and I, I like, and I like the way they went about it, because you know, well, like you said, it, it wasn't their story this time around. But just like other requels, some of the legacy characters have to go. Yep. Because to be honest, I still think Lori should have died in Halloween Kills, but that's just me. That's just me. <laughs> What do you guys think about Amber, who I refer to as the ruthless ghost face? 
Amber? I don't actually. I don't even. I. I don't even. I can't even tell you when. When Richie was fucking Ghostface, because I feel like that's what I'm trying to think too. Attack, the opening attack was Amber. Yep. Because he, because he was, he was, because Richie was with Sam, and then Amber killed Vince because she was at the bar, so she was in close proximity to Vince. She killed Dewey because we saw we saw, saw Richie. Richie there, and she also had to have been the one who attacked Sam in the hospital because dude yeah. Richie was like in another room, and he couldn't mm-hmm. he could and he couldn't have changed that quick. And I'm pretty sure he's she's the one who attacked um, Chad because yep. Mindy saw because Mindy saw. Richie go downstairs for the beer. Well, that, well no, that, that Chad was a Chad was attacked as yeah. Richie was pulling. As yeah, Richie was pulling so that out. was Amber also. Did, did Richie do anything? I, Richie might have been the one who killed um, Judy and Wes. Um, that might have been him. But I feel like all the big. But wasn't all he the at big, the hospital? Like, cool, oh, he was at the hospital. Okay, so that was also Amber. Wes ain't do Richie ain't do shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like she killed she killed Liv with the gun. Like, yeah, what did uh, what did Richie do? He just put this together. <laughs> I don't. At least, at least, still killed some people. At least, fucking Timothy Oliphant character killed some people. I don't think Richie did shit. <laughs> he was just there for the credit. Shit, Amber was putting in. Yeah. Amber was putting in that heavy work. <laughs> yes, she was working overtime as Ghostface. But I, her ghost face was the most ruthless out of all the ghost faces oh, yeah. that we've seen so far. The way she just went up to Vince, just ruthless. got him in the neck and let him go. I was like, oh, shit. And the whole fucking toxic fan shit. I was like, this is definitely true. The motive like, was, I love the motive. <laughs> and it was because I, I, I have like four different Twitter accounts. And one of them is like devoted to all my weird fandom because I'm a huge Marvel fan, soap opera fan, Doctor Who fan, and like the Doctor Who fandom and the soap opera fandom are so fucking crazy, psychotic, toxic. I know I the Doctor. Like, I, I don't watch Doctor Who, but I know the Doctor Who fandom is is crazy. It's wild, bro. Like the tweets that I see, the 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 the, the death threats, the fucking the threats in general. I'm like, this is some shit I would see. This is. This is what I would see. And even like So I was like, this is this rings true. And even like people's response to this movie makes the motive even better. <laughs> yes. I'm like the people they the, the the producers and writers are calling people out as you're on fucking Twitter going crazy. I'm like, they're talking about you people. Yep. Get some fucking context clues. They're they're calm. they're <laughs> talking about you as you're on Twitter being crazy about the movie. What did you guys think about Amber and her motive? <laughs> Amber, so I did a little bit think Amber was the killer, uh, but at, but like once we got towards the end at the house, I was kind of thinking Liv, but I didn't know. But at, my, uh, at the same point, I was like, Liv is a little. She don't look like she. She. I feel like she a little ditzy. So I don't know. I wasn't really getting that vibe all the way. I fucking forgot Liv. Yeah, 
So she was a little. But so did the movie. So did the movie. Yeah. She. So she was kind of a little ditzy to me, and like I don't know, I didn't really see it for her all the way. But then at the end, when it actually was Amber, I was like, okay. So that little, the little hunch that I did have, I was like, okay, it, it paid off a little bit. But um, I wasn't suspect, suspecting her most in the movie. Now, when the party was at her house, though, and I was like, so y'all don't know what house y'all in. I'm like, does nobody know? I'm like, yeah, I feel like I feel like they would know what that stew mop. Is yeah, like. cause I'm like, I'm, I'm like, okay, you I, like, you guys are fans of the stab like franchise. How do you not know that the stew mop, stew mop house? Yeah, like, big reveal. I was like, what yeah, fuck? like I'm like I'm like so nobody knew this was this was that house that all this happened in y'all at a party she did obviously. yeah yeah she, yeah but you like, know she did and like well, i'm like come on now like y'all gotta y'all, nobody nobody at this party know. <laughs> and y'all all watch the fucking movie and like and when they're watching when when mindy's watching stab on the tv i'm like that's literally the exact same setup that you're that's in where now. i'm like i would i'll probably i'm like yeah i wouldn't have went to the party like y'all dumb as fuck. Like I'm like, is that the house you stabbed? I'm not going there. Yeah. So that was uh, so that was already a little interesting. But um, uh, yeah, her motive though for it all, and like her and Ricky's motive, it was it was so funny just listening to it. Like I like I was I saw the movie, so I took my mom to see the movie. So I was like, she doesn't know like the fan of the stuff, but like the I was like laughing throughout that motive because it just. Like I don't want to say it sounds real, but it just sounds like people online, like like mm-hmm. I'm, like I wouldn't see like I probably Twitter, yeah, right? like people on Twitter and just like how certain things like they do become realized at certain points. Like if you go back to like I mean, remember like the girls when they thought they were gonna summon Slenderman by like killing one of their friends or something, like things like that. Like like people bringing like online things or like things that they are fans of into real life like we like that stuff happens to like an extent and just like you know the fans like they really go crazy for this stuff like they have like they have so much like love for it that they feel they're the only ones who know how to properly handle it and things like that and i feel they the that motive it fits for today's culture (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I I thought the writers did a good did a good job with it. And like people, I saw like a lot of people online said they didn't like the motive. And then it's so funny. I'm like y'all are playing right into what they were just talking about. They they don't like the motive motive because they're the fucking toxic fans. Yep. That's the issue. <laughs> but what about you, Maria? Did you like Amber? Did you like her her motive? What do you think about the character? I liked her. Um, honestly, I think out of like. All like the the ghost face. She was the most obvious. I don't know. Like as soon as I saw her, I'm like, she's she. I don't know. She has to be one of the killers. Like, she just has to. Um, and and yeah, and she is. She was like. I mean, if she's the one who killed most of like you know like everybody else, and she is a ruthless as hell because everything was so bloody, and she just she would just stab and stab and stab and stab, and like I feel like generally you know. Um, like in the other movies, you know, Ghostface just stabs somebody once and that's it. They're dead and that's it. But like, no, she would just go. And then, um, honestly, she kind of reminded me a lot of Stu. Um, mm-hmm. She had she she felt very like I'm I'm assuming Richie influenced her a lot, or like got her know. to be the one who killed everybody. I don't know because she said when she realized that she her parents had bought 
Stumacher's house, she became like obsessed with it. So I feel like she might have been the the one to initiate the whole. I feel like she was just very. I feel like she was just really easily like convinced, influenced. You know, yeah, like I I feel like she. I feel like she was the like the one. I feel like she's the Billy in that in that relationship. I feel like honestly, I I feel like it was. I feel like it was Richie. Like Richie, he may seem like. I mean, he can't be like Billy, right? But he definitely seems like like in control i mean it because i mean generally though if he's the one who kind of like not generally but like if he's the if amber is the one who basically killed everybody um then technically billion's hands are kind of clean you know like you know you can easily just say well it's her you know she's the one who's kind of obsessed she's kind of crazy um richie was only i mean he never said that he killed anybody but I don't know. That's just that's kind of just what I got from the both of them, you know. Amber just seemed like, like just just excited just to kill someone, but Richie, I mean, he seemed more level headed than she was. I I looked it up because you no, know, I know someone was gonna break it down. I know exactly who Amber killed. She killed Vince. I was right about that. She killed a deputy in the hospital. She killed Dewey, and she killed Liv. And she attacked Sam at the hospital. And she also attacked Tara. So Richie killed Judy and Wes. That's it. He did nothing. But let's talk about Wes. I... Wes was was there. No, no, Wes. Richie. Let's talk about Richie. Richie was just there. I didn't... Once he's like, oh yeah, we've been together for six months. I was like, mm. even yes, yeah, yeah, even yeah. when uh, Dewey was like six months. <laughs> you, that's when I started to sigh him. I was like, yeah, Dewey got a point. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, he wasn't like. Go ahead. No, I, I just I was just gonna say like he wasn't much. <laughs> honestly, I feel like he was definitely um, just trying to be like Billy. He was definitely trying to be, like, the mastermind or whatever. And also, I thought it was weird that he was so focused on these dad movies while literally your girlfriend of six months, like, of, like, her sister's literally in the hospital, but you're over here entertained by these movies. Like, okay. Binging all of them on Netflix and then watching YouTube videos about it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it seems, yeah, that seems really weird. Like, I get it. You want to watch the movies? Maybe like the first one, fine, but like, and then he started to like analyze them, and I was like, that's kind of weird, especially with everything going on. I mean, I'm assuming like you know, you wouldn't try to dive too much into it. Um, honestly, he just seemed like like a little bitch, you know. <laughs> like I feel like he was trying so hard to like, you know, in a way to kind of like be like Billy and. To be, you know, like, like, yes, I'm a serial killer too. Like, I killed people, but realistically, he only killed two people. Amber did everything else, and Amber is, you know, younger, but she was more ruthless than than Richie. Um, which, I, but I feel like no one really like, like, he never really. I mean, I'm assuming if if they ever did get caught, I don't, he will probably never really give her the credit for that, you know. 
for her being like as you know as ruthless as she was and as aggressive as she was I feel like I don't know he just seems like a little bitch honestly you know like I, I, I'm gonna just say I, well, I, I just always say in a screen movie if they got a boyfriend or a love interest I just think it's them so he was just at the top of my list anyway even if it was it wasn't him it was just always gonna be at the top of my list then when it was him I didn't feel like any I didn't feel like any relief that it was him or anything I was just like well be the boyfriend so <laughs> so he's the he's one of the killers but I felt like he was like I don't want to say he was fully the brains but I feel like he was a little bit more brains and and Amber was just was there to do her part in it. I feel like he probably had the most influence on the situation and like, you know, telling her what to do or what they should do with it all. And then she was just, you know, following along and putting it into action. So he probably did do a lot, but to me he didn't do a lot as far as their their plan went. Because Amber did most of it. She she put she she got everybody at her house. She got a cool shit. Yeah, she had a cool shit. She got everybody at her house. She um like, only thing he did was well kill Judy and Wes, and he he took the uh, the asthma pump. <laughs> mm-hmm. Holy shit! And then where the fuck was Tara and Sam's mom the entire movie? That they said she was in, on the fucking. They said she was in London. She was in London. She was on a business yeah. trip. What the fuck? Which. See, that, that made me suspicious because I was like, wait, you know, they had they had Sydney's dad that entire first movie. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought they were going to go into a closet and out comes comes her mom, but they did not do that. I, was really I, didn't, even, I didn't even think about <laughs> I was like, that, but yeah. I was, but when she went... I mean, if he wasn't there, she wasn't there, Sydney would have shot her. At, so. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh my God! Imagine that'd be terrible, yo. <laughs> but um, like, sorry, Sam, I killed your mom. But when when they sorry. did say she was like in London, I'm like, your daughter just got attacked. She in the hospital. I'd have been back like the next day. Facts, like. I gotta do I'm like I'm like my daughter was attacked. She was stabbed and is in the hospital. Like what the fuck? I'm like this is I don't care. If this is a business trip. Like I had to go home. And speaking of parents, like why was Randy's sister okay letting her her kids like go out and belt? I'm like Ghostface murdered you right. your brother, and you're okay with your your kids being a part of this investigation. I feel like she should have teamed up with Dewey. Be like, we have to stop this shit. They're coming after my kids. Ghostface took my brother. Won't take my kids. But no, she just she brought just out cookies. Had that one scene. <laughs> yeah, she brought. They made her seem so like ditzy. Yeah. And she made that rude comment to Dewey. She's like, Dewey, you look. You look, Dewey. I was like, damn, like bitch, get the go away, go the fuck away. <laughs> You've grown. You've grown too attached to do it. Stop it. I actually, I have. <laughs> I have. But I want to talk about special mentions. Kirby survived part. Yes. Four. Confirmed in the YouTube thumbnail. Yes, yes, yes. Apparently, she gave like an interview or something. I was like, yeah. and they have they they gave her a special like mention at the end of the movie too. I. I need my girl to come back in the sixth movie and team up with Mindy and be besties. Or they can be together, you know, whatever. They they can meet us some yeah. shit. No, I feel like I feel like 
Kirby is like what? Is, is way older than Mindy. So she you know, gotta be. Still. Yeah. She gotta be. If it's been like ten years, she definitely about to be in her thirties. If they were in high school the last time. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. I was like, yes, Kirby survived. And also, the, they had the appearance by like James A. Janice and his fiance. Yeah, Chelsea, that was so funny to me. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And then I watched some interviews, and um, the actor who plays um Chad, he's apparently like a huge Dead Meat fan. So when he saw them, he started to like freak. He was like, oh my god, I love you guys. That's so funny. I can't wait to see you. I can't wait for you guys to do the kill count. Did you guys like yourselves in it? I was like, oh, this is... I like yeah, this. that was that was so funny to me. And especially because they were like ragging a, a stab eight. That was even better. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is, I was like, I'm liking this. I'm like, they... The person who wrote this paid a lot of attention to like... The culture. The Kevin Williams thing. Yeah. When he wrote like... The, the first one, the second one, and the, the fourth one. Yeah. That was, that was good. But I, I enjoyed it. My hot take is that this is the best sequel. This is the best sequel, if you ask me. I could agree. I could personally agree. Um, One thing that I... So, okay, at the, in the opening scene, though, when... um, What it was... When Tara got, you know, the call, and she supposedly was, like, had, like, a live stream video of, like, Amber in her room. Does it, did it, did, did it, was that really supposed to be, like, live stream video? No, it wasn't live stream. It was just, like, a regular, it was just a video. It wasn't live okay. stream. He just sent the okay. video. Okay, because I thought they said that was, like, a live video of Amber's room in the movie. And mm-hmm. I was going to be like, is there a third killer that we don't know about? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure, like, Richie, like, filmed that before as, like, a setup plan. Yeah. But you can just send it. I was just, I was just making then, sure because I'm like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about some of the behind the scenes <clears throat> stuff. So, the budget for this was twenty four million dollars, and as of now, they've made fifty three point eight million dollars. But the movie is still playing in theaters, so it could could go up. And this also isn't accounting for, um like streaming and stuff. So I'm pretty sure this movie's gonna make a lot of money. So there's there might be a sequel on the horizon. I just hope they do it right. Leave Gail and Sydney alone. I feel like this movie put a definitive end to Gail and Sydney's story. I think so. We we basically saw with this one what a story without them pretty much would look like. And it, yeah, it, it worked. would be good. With their right character I mean, who survived at the end? So we the survivors are Sam, Tara, Mindy, Chad. That's it. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's good enough for me. We have a we have we have a core four. Kill off two of them in the next one. What they should do is kill Tara and open a scene in the next one. She survived the first opening scene. Dies. I feel like if they if they do what? do another one, I feel like Chad will die so that they'll they'll keep they'll keep Mindy because yeah. since they didn't since Chad, they didn't keep Chad's since gone. they didn't keep Randy, they'll keep Mindy. Yeah, Chad. Chad's gone. Yeah, <laughs> but. Some interesting facts. This is the first first film in the franchise not to be directed by Wes Craven, who sadly passed away in 2015. Uh, this is the second movie not to be written by Kevin Williamson. Uh, the movie was directed by was directed and produced by the Radio Silence guys. You know, they're the ones who brought us Ready or Not, 
a movie that I haven't seen, but we will be covering yes, on this podcast. That is, that is a great but I hear good things about Ready or Not. And then Nev Campbell only agreed to come back if the script respected Wes Craven's legacy, which I feel like it did. I think so. It definitely, it definitely did. Yep. Uh, currently, this movie has a seventy-five percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the Chicago Tribune wrote that if we were to make a franchise reboot comparison, Scream lands about halfway between pretty good, pretty good as Halloween two thousand eighteen, and run a mill like its follow up, Halloween Kills, which I have to. I don't know if I agree with I, that. I, I don't agree. I feel like it's on the good side with Halloween Kills. I don't, I mean, Halloween 2018. I don't think it's anywhere near Halloween Kills because no. that was just, that was tragic. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is my fear if they have a sequel for this because I loved Halloween 2018 and I was so pumped <laughs> for the sequel and it was a major letdown. So I just hope that a sequel to this won't be a letdown. Yeah, I, I, well, I will say before the Halloween movies that they did I didn't I don't think I looked into like who was like directing and stuff like that as much as this one because I knew that these directors did like the directors and the writers and stuff they did um ready or not I I already have faith just based on that and if they keep them I will be very happy because I because once you see ready or not you'll see you'll see what I mean because like the way that the way that it's like kind of written and like how it's funny and stuff like screaming and the way they go about like certain like horror elements it like it works and it, it works mm-hmm. a lot and that when they, when they were announced i was like okay this is gonna be good i could just sense it but um for halloween i really I, I don't think i looked into who did the stuff for halloween i did and it gave me no hope but the first movie gave me hope that's how that's how down. it was uh, too yeah I, I watched the first one i was like okay they did some things Danny McBride didn't make it a fucking comedy, but then we got to the Halloween Kills, and well, yeah, uh, the New York Times said New York Times gave this film a negative review, criticizing the fan service, saying that uh, <clears throat> it's repetitive and entirely and entirely frightfully. Scream teaches us mainly that planting Easter eggs is no substitute for seeding ideas. I have no idea what movie they watched. To be, was I scared? No. But when have you ever was, been scared in a scream movie? Yeah, I feel like at this point, people have seen so many horror movies that you kind of pick up on everything. But the execution was great. The gore was great. I enjoyed it. It wasn't. I don't know. I feel I like know. all the movies are full of Easter eggs. You know, That's like the whole point of the movie. Yeah, like yeah, like the whole franchise. It always goes back to one thing you know something in the first movie something in the third movie like it always just goes it comes back one way or another you know like it, i don't yeah i don't get what they would really mean by that personally because the whole thing up screen is it's a they it's you know it's a horror movie but it's like they have like the comedic undertones and then it goes into meta commentary on current horror so it's that's their thing. They they call back and like they literally have this. They literally they have the screen franchise in the movies. Like come on, mm-hmm. <laughs> they basically have the movies in the movies that we're watching. 
But to end, what do you guys give Scream 2022, a.k.a. Scream 5, a review out of 5? Maria? Um, I would give it like a a, a 4. Um, and I think it's mostly just because I wasn't, I was expecting for it to be worse. Um, I think I had my expectations really low, but it was a lot better than I thought it was. And, you know, and personally, I like when things kind of connect to things, you know, to like movies, um, like, you know, but so the first movie, I like when things kind of, when it comes back. Um, I like the fact that it didn't rely so heavily on like, you know, Sydney and Gail has to save everyone and um and I like and I liked that that it was gory too. Um I liked that there was a lot more blood and there was a lot more like, you know, stabbing than the the first four movies. Um Yeah, I mean yeah, so four out of five. Taiwan. I agree also. I also would give it a 4 out of 5. Um, I personally ranked the first movie, Scream, a 5 out of 5, so um, I didn't think it was like better than that one. So yeah, I'll just create it a 4 out of 5, which I'm fine with that ranking. Um, I, I like I like the movie. Um, I'm glad that Scream is back. I feel like it lived up to the expectations that I had in my head for the movie. Um, I feel like the writers and the directors, they did good to like pay homage to Wes Craven and like, like I don't want to say like this is probably the movie he would have made, but I feel like this like maybe if somebody had never like seen the screen movies and they watched all of them, they probably would think they would have made they were all made by the same person, including this one. So I feel like that's good to like you, you they can just you can just kind of it fits right into the rest of the movies in a good a good way that works for like the current climate of like the way movies are right now and like calling and like. Um, using like the like the meta commentary to go on like like elevated horror and like um, movies like that, and the casting I felt was good. Um, they gave us some good characters. If we do get a six movie to like lead off of, and they brought back the legacy characters and um, in a good way that doesn't make the story rely on them as like a crutch, which I personally liked as well because I was that's what I was hoping that they didn't do was they relied more on the legacy characters instead of the new characters but they didn't which is a really good part so overall i really like the movie i hope we get another one they made they made their money back already and for a january horror movie that's really good i mean yeah i mean the first one came out in december so when people were like oh my god why is it coming out in january i'm concerned i was like you do know that scream 96 came out like a week before Christmas. So this is what Scream, like the whole point was like, Wes Craven was like, we're going to put it out in Christmas because what are horror movie fans watching in Christmas? They don't want to watch fucking Santa Claus movies. I'll give them a horror movie. Yep. And it worked then and it worked now. Yep. But I feel like now, you know, most people, they, they see a January horror movie is like the bane because most January horror movies now are, or, like in the if they're at the end of the year or at the beginning of the year, it's mostly the movies that they like drop because they they didn't they weren't gonna mm-hmm. release them around Halloween. But it has to be like a, it has to be a horror movie that has like that has legs and that can like 
can make it on its yeah. own. And Scream was one of those movies. And for me, I also give it a 4 out of 5. Because it's not as good as the first one. But it's the best one since mm-hmm. the first one. So, also I think it did what... It did what 4 tried to do, but couldn't do. And it successfully weaved out the legacy characters. And like, I... I was excited when they popped up on the screen, but I wasn't missing yeah. them, which is a huge plus for me. Because whenever I didn't see the legacy characters in Scream Four, I was if it wasn't Kirby, I was bored. I wasn't interested. Yep. But in this one, I was completely invested in the characters outside of Gail, Dewey, Judy, mm-hmm. and Sydney. Yeah, because I think like for once, it wasn't revolved like around Sydney. You know. Like, the mm-hmm. killings didn't start because of Sydney or because her mom or her family. It was because of someone else, you know? So they switched the story surrounding, you know, because, yeah, like, like they switched up the story surrounding, you know, Sydney for it to kind of, like, move on to someone else, which I thought was pretty cool. I'm just glad no one was slut-shamed for this in this movie. For once, like <laughs> those first three movies, they slut shamed the hell out of Maureen, and then in the third one, like, oh yeah, by the way, she was like raped by like movie producers and had a kid that she was like ashamed of because she was traumatized. But then they they kept slut shaming her, and then they didn't really talk about her much in the fourth movie. And with this one, when she said, "Yeah, I'm Billy Loomis's like long lost daughter, mom." got pregnant, and then told dad it was his because she was ashamed. I was like, they're going to slut shame her, but they didn't. And I was I was like, we've grown. We, we, we've grown. No, no more of that stupid shit. So good. I was excited. I, I was I enjoyed this movie. I went in there with, I had no expectation. Well, I had expectations. It's a, it's a Scream movie. But for me, I would say, you know, as long as it's better than the, the fourth one, which was which in my ranking episode, our ranking episode, four was like at the bottom of my list. And I was like, as long as it's better than the fourth one, I'm good. But this is the best sequel of, of all three, of all four of them to me. So it's a four out of five. I enjoyed this. And I enjoyed doing all these screen reviews with you two. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Joining yes, us. of course. But join me next week as I review Hush. No. I'm reviewing The Invisible Man next week, which should be good. It's one of those um, elevated horror <laughs> movies, as Mindy would say. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for joining us. I hope you guys come back soon. This is Hiding for Horrors Podcast. The Haddonfield Horrors Podcast is a Letters to Media production. Should we do an intro?